0: Honestly, like seeing, sorry, seeing how people reacted to this, like, I don't even know if I want to do this
1: anymore. Like this is messed up stuff that people are saying.
0: What is up, what is up, what is up, everybody, welcome back to The Avenue Show, where you pick your own lane. I am your host, Jeremiah. I hope you guys are having a good Thanksgiving week so far. I know I'm so glad to say that because I get a few days off to relax and enjoy time with my family. But I just want to say real quick, I know we want bigger dinners and bigger families like we we usually do during the holidays. Um, And we can still do that through other mediums. I know it won't have the same intimate feeling, but if you want this, the holidays next year, I would say do yourself a favor and avoid traveling, avoid having contact with big groups of people, and avoid having your family, friends, you know, not travel to you. Don't let one bacteria ruin your holidays this year and next year as well. But with that out of the way, guys, welcome to the show. This show was started by me and my friend Ronton to bring together different people And talk about the things that interest me and want to the most. Such as uh, music, current events, social media, pop culture, all kinds of things as well. We get to learn and share our opinions as well. And speaking of sharing, it's actually been that kind of year. We share food at the table. We share books. We share secrets. So why not share this podcast with your friends? Tell them to check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Check us out on IG and other social media platforms. We have all of that in the description below. That's probably something that we talk about that they would want to hear, so why not get them plugged in? So now let's get into today's episode. I'm excited to bring back a familiar face to the avenues. Today we're going to talk about our current situations, our aspirations, and our split views on social media. It's going to be a good one, so ride with us. So the guest I have with me today is someone you may recognize. Uh, When we first started this show, he's actually one of our first guests. Uh, He's one of my good friends. I'm so glad he's back on here again to share a new perspective and a new opinion so guys please welcome jacob abraham
1: hello 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 thank you for having me on the podcast jerry
0: hey first off jacob how are you (laughs) doing today man how's your week been
1: uh it's been pretty rough i mean like finals week and everything like that just everything's the semester's starting to wrap up thanksgiving is coming up Uh, so it's just a lot of cramming
0: yeah i just finished finals this past week so i'm relieved i can enjoy you know a nice week of of uh, turkey and ham and all the good stuff, so good old Thanksgiving, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's pretty good. You're lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, because uh, I was thinking about this past week, like, I feel like people are already in Christmas mood, and, like, people forget Thanksgiving altogether. So, I don't know if you like that, but I feel like I want to enjoy my Thanksgiving this week. You know, people are starting Christmas too early. I love Christmas, but, like, I think it's too early right now. We gotta wait another week, you know what I'm saying?
1: And I know what you mean, but my family we start We start Christmas. We start. We start putting up our Christmas decorations on on uh, Thanksgiving. Got
0: gotcha. you. I think we're gonna start putting our yeah. stuff like on that Friday. So we'll see. We'll see how that mm. goes. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, how's your semester been? Uh, wait. Uh, so real quick, before, I don't think any of the new listeners know, but what are you going to school for again? And where are you going to school?
1: My major is industrial design, and I go to U of H, University of Houston.
0: Go Cougs. <laughs>
1: yes sir what so
0: what is industrial design if you mind explaining
1: yeah so industrial design i would pretty much describe it as a combination of art business engineering and uh just to make everyday products that people use um so pretty much it's it's literally just design um it's like applying it to the business world essentially
0: is there one project you can share with us that you've been doing this past year
1: I do have projects that I've been working on, but sadly, I can't really share any of them yet, mostly because they are all incomplete at the moment, so okay, maybe, you know, maybe in a month, maybe by the end of the semester, I might have something.
0: All right, cool. That sounds great, man. Glad you're, you've been pro- progressing this past year. I know it's been, you know, this year has so many things to it, so many asterisk marks and all that, but at least you're, you know, pulling through, so proud of you, man.
1: I right, appreciate it, man.
0: Hey, I mean, without that out of the way, let's get straight into some uh, news, man, if you don't mind. I think it's important that we address the uh, elephant in the room. Now that everything is completely done with the election, I think it's safe to say that Biden is our president come January. Also, it's another historic thing to see that Kamala Harris is the first VP, female VP, the first black and uh, Indian uh, uh, lady of descent, uh, biracial uh, lady to be VP. Um, do you feel like the indie community is going to accept Kamala Harris right now, or do you think it will take some time?
1: Um. Well, uh, honestly, I do think it will definitely take some time. I know there are people who will kind of accept her automatically and start calling her Kamala Auntie. and yes. Stuff. <laughs> Mama. But, um Yeah. I mean. I mean, honestly, like if like her uh, being in office, um, if like seeing someone that looks like you feel like in office makes you feel. I mean, it's great, honestly. Like, yeah. If, if you feel like, if you feel like you're being represented now, and and yeah, I mean, I remember seeing like a like an emoji of like, uh, or like just like kind of the vice presidents categorized into emojis, and it's like all all old white men, and you got like one brown woman. Yeah. So I mean, in the, in that case, like I, I I do see I do see it as a great uh, leap forward and something that we something that should bring hope to a lot of people of color, honestly. But also at the same time, we should judge her for um, her like actions. the types of policies that she has and stuff like that. So I'm kind of I kind of understand both sides of the party here.
0: Yeah, I'm on the side where yeah, I understand that she's a brown person in a political position that's very high. But at the same time, like we have to look at her actions too, right? Um, we can't just look at her skin color and assume that you know she deserves our glory and whatnot. Because I feel like for brown people like nowadays. Or even before Kamala, like, we've been in the spotlight, mostly entertainment, I believe. Like, you know, Priyanka Chopra, Mindy Kaling, some other actors. Like, small, low-key actors, I would say. So, at least this also is, like,
1: a new field and sciences.
0: I mean, yeah, obviously, health and sciences, for sure. I just mean, like, the other industries that are mostly dominated by other non-brown people. Like, yeah, so.
1: Like, the entertainment industry?
0: Yeah, like, specific. for example. So, it's just cool to see, like, someone like Kamala. And there's other brown people in politics, too, um... I can't think of any top of my head, but I I, I was informed by uh, one of my friends. But there are more people in in power uh, in the political in the field. So yeah, I would recommend you guys look those people up. I think some of them are congresswomen. Some of them, you know, they're part of the local districts and whatnot. So
1: yeah, they're they're also a bit more diverse in like their political linings. Like they're not all Democrats or they're not all
0: Republicans. Right, right, right for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. I think transitioning from that. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a big sports guy uh, on the show, so I love talking about sports with all my guests, whether they don't watch sports or not. But I think they learned something from this too. So, um, Jacob, I don't know if you were uh, informed about the NBA draft that passes or that came that um, happened this past week. It happened on Wednesday. So.
1: Oh yeah, I, mean, I saw it.
0: Yeah. At the time we recording this, it happened this uh, Wednesday. So Lamelo Ball went to Charlotte. Uh, Lavar Ball's youngest son.
1: Did you see the memes about that? Yeah. How uh, LeVar's going to uh, go one-on-one with MJ?
0: That's going to be ESPN special this year in Charlotte. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't wait to see that.
0: Yeah, man. I think that's the most exciting player so far yeah, in this draft. Because, like, no one else really knew anyone else because, like, with NCAA and basketball, like, they also had to cancel the tournament and cancel other things back in March. So all the draftees, all the youngins have to, like, or young kids, excuse me, they have to, like, prepare for the draft for how many months, you know? It's crazy. They have to be so patient with it. Um, I mean, LaMelo, like, with LaMelo, like, he had a long journey, too. Like, he started in Chino Hills. He went to Lithuania. I think he came back for his senior year. He went to um, his dad's league, and then he went to Australia. So, like, LaMelo's been traveling all his life. At that age, too, like, we've seen him grow up from 13 years old to so now he's, like, what, 19, 20, I believe?
1: Oh, yeah. Crazy, man. I think, yeah, I think 19, yeah. You know, you know what's also crazy to think about? This is the the Gen Z era of uh, the NBA.
0: It is, yeah. I, I think same with football too. Same with football. Like, there's definitely exactly, a, lot of, yep. a lot of new personalities. I I like it. I personally like this new era. Um,
1: yeah, no, I definitely can't wait. I mean, we have Luca in Dallas, and he and he's literally our age. So it's kind of great to see someone who who just like I don't know. Just, it, it's just so cool to see that to see that like we're we're actually adults and like. There are people our age playing playing professional
0: leagues. I mean, that's the whole thing with basketball. I feel like it, it brings bad crowd together. Like I mean all kinds of crowds too. But at the same time, like for us, if people watch basketball, they're gonna be some old heads that'd be like, Oh not for sure the old school, up for the Michael Jordans Because we like LeBron, like we like our we like our Katie and our Steph. They like their MJ. They like their yeah. who's my daisy, oh, yeah. I don't even know who it is, but <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I grew up on early 2000s basketball, so I okay. completely understand.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, the first people I ever saw him about on TV was LeBron, when he went to the Heat, uh, seeing Kobe, Dirk, obviously, because, I mean, being in Dallas, so.
1: Oh, yeah, Dirk and Steve, back in the day.
0: I didn't watch Steve in Dallas, but I just saw him as that a maker. Like,
1: that was, like, a really long time ago, like, 04, You remember 05. that? That was, like, my first, yeah, it was, like, my wow. first time actually watching basketball. It was like o- 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 4 I-, I think, now when I think about it.
0: Yeah, my first time was 2010, so like I said, like when LeBron went to the Heat, so... Because I didn't really understand basketball back then, so I just like... I guess I like a LA bloomer to it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess like that's if you can see it that way, but... Yeah, I love basketball. I love all kinds of sports, so I think it was... I think it's awesome to see that someone who's been hyped up since he was 13 finally makes it big in the uh, NBA. So, we'll see if we get that MJ LeVar matchup, but Actually, I'll ask you real quick before we get to the next thing. Uh, do you think, who would win in a one-on-one matchup, LeVar or MJ?
1: You have to ask that question.
0: I got wait, I got to, bro. I got to. I asked it today. I
1: mean, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's going to be a pretty obvious one, like, what, 99% of the people are going to choose MJ, obviously, but, I mean, MJ, he is older now. He's, um, like,
0: 58,
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, Lavar. I think he's, like, he's probably, like, a couple years younger, right?
0: Yeah, but he ain't getting a jump shot. <laughs> the big ball away.
1: Ball control. I don't know. That's something. It'll, that's, it'll be. It'll be. It'll be fun to see, uh, see. these old boomers play basketball.
0: Yes, that's the question to be answered. Hopefully, like I said, ESPN airs this matchup at least once. So we'll, we'll see how Lamelo does in Charlotte. I think Charlotte deserves better. They don't have much basketball, you know, pride. So this is their best. Right. plan so. It'll. It'll
1: be. It'll. It'll. I, th- I think it's. It's gonna be good for them.
0: For sure. Yeah um yeah i think one more thing i want to cover real quick before we get into um what i want to talk about with you and something you brought up to me uh the other day so are you a big uh tv like do you watch a lot of tv you watch a lot of shows on netflix or whatnot like what's your go-to streaming platform
1: i mean i'm, I'm kind of all. i'll be honest i am all over the place with uh streaming like okay. I, I, I like disney plus to watch the mandalorian <laughs> i like yeah. uh i like i like netflix for um I guess like just like the Netflix originals, I've, I've seen most of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't really know. Like they're all they're all they're all pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I do want to look into more of uh, HBO Go because I heard HBO Go or HBO Max, is it HBO, HBO Max, right? I yeah, know that one's really-
0: I like HBO Max too. So I've been using that. So
1: how is that? Because I've not, I haven't actually used it, and um, I hear a lot of good things about it from other people.
0: Well, with HBO Max, like you get a lot of DC, con- uh, DC content. Um, I mean, obviously, like I don't know if you know, but Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be on HBO Max too. Since
1: we- I heard about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah,
0: so like I don't have to go to theaters on Christmas Day to like watch a movie, so I can watch it at home. And then also they're going to release the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League next year, so that's going to be a thing. And there's like a lot of yeah DC stuff. There's a lot of uh, they have Boondocks on there. They have Fresh Prince. The Prince Reunion is already released. I need to watch that. Actually, yeah, oh, released. it's
1: already released. What? Yeah, this f- is for me. <laughs> at the
0: time of recording this, yeah, it's been released. Yeah, it came out on Friday. So, oh
1: wow, wow. I'm gonna
0: watch that for I sure. Really that's a show so I grew up. up on. I grew up on Fresh Prince, for sure. That's that's a classic.
1: Hey Jerry, I have a question. What what are your thoughts on like all these old TV shows being revived? Because Saved by the Bell is, is also having a re. kind of really? having like a sequel series. Yeah, is being so rebooted. It's, it's not a reboot it, it's a sequel series so pretty okay. much the original cast uh it's like their kids and like they're they're like all adults now I... so it's the same thing that same thing that happened with fuller house and also uh i don't know there's one other show uh i can't
0: oh fuller yeah. house yeah I, I didn't i hated fuller house i didn't watch one episode i knew it was gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I uh, yeah. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I remember watching a couple of episodes of Full House, but I never really got into Fuller House myself. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Also, I think Friends is also getting a reunion too.
0: They are. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. I, honestly, like I, I'm not really a fan of all these reunions and like these um. You are. Minor. Re- yeah, it's just they're just cashing in on nostalgia.
0: Yeah, like they're not actually
1: producing any good content like
0: but with the fresh prince reunion it's just like a one-hour special it's not like yeah. an actual series if it was a but series I do like
1: how they brought back the original on viv
0: yeah i saw that I, I i mean i grew up on Aunt viv 2 i didn't grow up on the r- original Aunt viv but actually i'm gonna ask you this since you I, i'm assuming you've watched fresh prince before Aunt viv 1 or Aunt viv 2
1: no no I, I know what you mean um yeah i know Aunt viv Aunt viv 1 was beefing with will right
0: I think she was, like, yeah. is that
1: why she, like, left the show? Yeah. Um, honestly, eh, I don't really care. Um, they're either, either or, not, not really, don't really have a preference on, on Viv, to be honest. I don't care. Carlton, you are not going to MacArthur Park tonight. In fact, none of you are going to MacArthur Park tonight.
0: Wait a minute.
1: Boy, do not test me.
0: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm going watch later today, but the news I want to bring to you today regarding like TV shows and whatnot is, I mean, the office, the NBC classic is being moved off Netflix in January 2021. It's going to move to the peacock um, streaming platform, the one NBC made. So that's kind of sad for me to see uh, the office leave Netflix after the friends or after Friends left Netflix too.
1: Yeah, it's that um, I guess this is what happened with Netflix's success. Other telecommunication companies want to replicate it. So that's why Warner Brothers made HBO Max. Um, Yeah, Peacock, uh, Comcast, NBC, Universal, that Mm. whole group. And I'm pretty sure you're going to get all the Fast and Furious movies on Peacock, too.
0: Oh, that's NBC property? I didn't know that.
1: Oh, yeah, Universal.
0: Universal, okay. Yeah, that is true.
1: And CBS All Access. I think that's another one.
0: Yeah, that is... It has that one Patrick Stewart show, I forgot it's called, Picard? Oh, uh,
1: Picard, yeah, Picard, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, so yeah, I, I, I actually watched that, it's pretty good, I'm a huge fan of it.
0: Oh nice, is it like um, a spinoff of uh, Star Trek, or is it like a solo series?
1: It's a sequel series that kind of takes place uh, like a couple decades in the future, after uh, Star Trek The Next Generation.
0: Oh yeah, by the way guys, we have another guest here on call with me, it's uh, Miss <laughs> Zoe, You want to say hi Zoe real quick?
1: Hello, Jerry. How are you?
0: What kind of dog is she, by the way, for the viewers? I don't know.
1: Oh, she is a purebred Shih Tzu. She has the biggest eyes I have ever seen. Yes. They're very human.
0: They're very human eyes, yes. But she's so calm. Yeah, last time we came to your house, she was so calm. I was so surprised, though.
1: Yeah, I was surprised, too, because she's usually a brat. She's like a cat in a dog's body. That's the best way I'd describe her.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I can see that comparison, so. Hmm.
1: Yeah, Uh, I mean, and and also whenever you came over last time, she was just all over the table and, like, she was just getting all up in the space. Look, she's doing the same thing now.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, we'll see how long she stays on this call, so.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully not the whole time. Hopefully she'll get bored and just go away.
0: So, Jacob, um, given the current age of social media, I I think it's safe to say that TikTok has been taking over 2020 this past year. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, let's go TikTok. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I. Well, later on, I will talk about. <laughs> I'm saying that sarcastically. I do hold my reservations about TikTok and how it's like a Chinese company and how um they're taking user data, stuff like that. So don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not completely like uh, on the TikTok bandwagon. I just enjoy using it.
0: Well, I'm gonna give my own opinion on TikTok because I feel like you and I had different perspectives. But we'll talk about that in just a second. But I want to touch upon. Uh, a few TikTokers that I've come across that kind of surprised me that have like, different, like, circumstances. So, do you know who Tony Lopez and Zoe Laverne is?
1: I have, only because of, um... because they're they're very controversial at the moment.
0: So, I just want to explain the Tony Lopez and Zoe Laverne situations real quick. So, for you guys that don't know who uh, Tony Lopez is, he used to be part of the Hype House. Uh, Hype House being people like... Charlie, Dixie, Addison, who the hell cares at this point because they broke up, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's always one new story after the other about these TikTokers.
0: <laughs> I know, man. But, but Tony, like, allegedly, he's been texting fourteen, fifty year old girls on Snapchat and Instagram. And all oh, these girls yeah. have come out and leaked the messages. So it seems like he's on the hot spot or hot seat now. I mean, he he is obviously... Like, the way he apologized was kind of whack, in my opinion. He says his his excuse was, you know, being in L.A. I'm like, that can't be your excuse, bro. Being, you know, he said he's getting used to the entertainment industry in L.A. But, like, I feel like that follows you no matter where you go. Whether it's L.A., whether it's Miami or New York or Dallas. If you do that anywhere, right. you're going to get flagged, for sure. But, uh, Jacob, with the uh, Zoidler Verne, the difference between, um, her, I mean... Yeah, her and Tony is well, Zoe Laverne's a girl, uh, first off. I just wanna emphasize that. But she's also the same age as Tony. They're both nineteen, but she kissed a thirteen year old boy. So it's just like I'm I'm kinda like on the fence, like who who really deserves like the bigger punishment? Like how do you feel about both situations? Like, you know, Tony's situation and then Zoe's situation. Are they do they both deserve the same punishment? Should we let Zoe off the hook, or what's your take on both uh situations
1: i feel like we can look at these in uh two different ways um we can kind of look at it in the legal way or we can also look at it in the uh i guess like this other perspective that's more centered around um i guess like how how kind of like what we perceive or our culture currently perceives as taboo and stuff like that so legally speaking i don't think they really did anything wrong except Zoe laverne because Thirteen is a bit, yeah, is way young. But um, I mean, because I, because there are Romeo and Juliet laws that protect, um, I guess, like legal adults who are uh, who are having relationships with minors. So in that sense, um, I guess it's fine. But like, but it only it has to be like maybe like like three or four years age difference. So I don't see a problem with that, but. I guess legally, I don't see a problem with that, but I mean, culturally, yeah, like from that cultural perspective, yes, I do see something wrong with that. Like Mm -hmm. it it is really strange. It's weird. It's something that I personally wouldn't engage myself into. Um, and yeah, just, it it really does depend on your perspective and how you look at it, but do they deserve equal punishment? Yes, of course. But do they deserve to like be deep platformed and get canceled? Hell no. Let them learn from their mistakes. They're still young. I mean, I think Tony Lopez is our age too, and I think Zoe Laverne. She's how old is she? Do you know?
0: Uh, I saw nineteen. Tony's oh, yeah, nineteen I mean, too. Yeah.
1: Well, there you go. They're 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 young. They're they're very young. Um, and and here's another thing. So uh, so uh, I like to compare this situation to something that happened um a really long time ago, back in the ni- in the 1994 film uh, Interview with the Vampire um who's in the so, movie by the way it, it, well i i can't i don't really want to give too much weight but pretty much it was a pretty big uh budget hollywood movie that had uh that had tom cruise uh brad pitt um christian slater antonio banderas uh and Kristen dunst in it and um and what and what people still point out about that movie is the fact that um an 11 year old Kristen dunst Uh, She kissed an adult Brad Pitt in that movie.
0: How was Brad Pitt? So why aren't we?
1: Brad Pitt was like probably in his early thirties to or late twenties to early thirties, I would say.
0: Wait, why did he kiss the girl though? What was the scene about?
1: I can't. I can't really say much about it. But like, I mean, but yeah, that was that was a scene in the movie where he kissed an eleven-year-old girl. But we're not canceling Brad Pitt over that. I mean, yeah, sure. You you can you can um you can blame that largely on the director and the yeah. filmmakers for, I guess, including that scene. But like, uh, but yeah, I I don't think like, I we we don't we that's not what we know about uh, Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah, people won't remember Brad Pitt for that. But we
1: know him, and we know him for Fight Club. We know him for other things that he did but yeah i mean this was just probably like one thing that happened and probably i mean he was probably disgusted by it too i mean he has kids yeah He'd probably be disgusted by that scene too but i mean
0: looking back on it yeah kind
1: of we just have to yeah i mean yeah looking back on it, it it just sounds like a terrible thing to even do on screen but i mean like we just have to kind of move on from that we can't just like dwell on the past like even he he definitely acknowledges that as something that like probably shouldn't have even happened.
0: I think I think the thing with cancel culture is there are there will be times that people will bring up the past too. So a good thing for Brad Pitt, that oh, yeah. no one ever like came upon that. Um, I mean, I hope he doesn't get canceled for that, and like someone finds out or like it gets out to like you know, the whole media. So, but I feel like when it comes to oh, like no,
1: it, it was it was a pretty big deal, but yeah, it just kind of got brushed over.
0: Yeah, but like if that movie was released in twenty twenty, I feel like it would be a whole different conversation for sure.
1: You know? Oh yeah, he would have definitely gotten canceled. That's and crazy. Also, and also, I feel like cancel culture just uh, it, it kind of represents the motif of the snake eating itself. Hmm. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's like can when you explain that? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Like your wokeness gets to you, and like you you are the problem. You are the person that's problematic even though you're the one who's trying to figure out who all is problematic and who should get canceled. You are, you are the one that ends up being canceled.
0: Damn, that's um, some <laughs> self-assurance right there, man. Goodness.
1: I <laughs> know. Yeah, uh, to point to a it's recent deep. example, have you heard of uh, what happened with um, this uh, boba shop? Um, it was called uh, Trap Trap Tea Boba, and like some lady went into the store and said, oh, you're appropriating black culture by calling it uh, Trap Tea Oh, trap, trap, or no trap house because it refers to, um, I like say
0: trap, queen. House, pretty
1: much. I'm <laughs> oh, uh, Hey, man, that, that honestly, that was the first time I heard that word actually being used in that kind of context. So. Trap
0: tea, interesting. So, like, what happened to the trap tea? I guess, Boba shop.
1: No, nothing happened to them. I mean, they're a they're an Asian owned business. But some uh, some white lady came in there and started saying like, "Oh, you're appropriating black culture by using the term trap." But so so you want to associate the word trap with black culture now? Okay. Oh, so so you want to associate black culture with drugs? And, okay, I see. I see how it is. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like there's no winning in this like kind of woke. When you try to act all woke. And try to cancel people for, like, dumbest reasons.
0: I mean, as long as they're serving everyone, I feel like they shouldn't be flagged for that, you know? And government can't really... Government can't always regulate every, you know, small business, so... I feel like that trap two-plays, I think think they're gonna be fine. So...
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, I I, I think they gain more support out of that, because people are criticizing the lady... Cause she she pretty much she was pretty much being racist in that incident. She there was a black customer there, and even he was defending them, and she called him a coon.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: that's, that's how, a I, that's a how it
0: that's the definition of a Karen right there, bro. That's definitely a Karen. <laughs>
1: yeah, a Karen, and, and and don't get me wrong, Karens come in all shapes and sizes, but mm-hmm. like conservative Karens, liberal Karens, just yes. stop. I think twenty twenty was the year that like. Ever, the Americans just got fed up with
0: them. Oh hell yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> Doesn't matter which race either, because Karens exists in all colors and all sizes
0: and all genders. And all genders yeah, all genders. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say too, but yeah, on the dot, man. But uh,
1: but also, but also, sorry to any anyone actually named Karen out there that don't fit <laughs> into this stereotype. It, it's it's such an unfortunate thing. Like it, like it, if if it was my name, I'd be. I'd probably wanna legally change my name, honestly, but I don't know. Um we should probably redeem Karen for twenty
0: twenty one. Yeah, we'll see how that goes too. And Chad too, I think. Chad has been getting flagged this year too, I believe. And
1: Chad. Oh yeah, Chad, Kevin.
0: My brother's name's Kevin. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> What's wrong with him?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you know, you know, people are people are saying that uh Kevins are the uh are are the male Karen's.
0: Interesting. I'm going a, I'm to a ask Kevin, my brother Kevin, one day and see if he acts like a Karen one day. I'm going to catch him in the act. <laughs> he won't know. It, it'll, it'll, be,
1: it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I feel like this whole pandemic has just kind of just brought out the worst in people. And it's all being filmed on camera for all of us to enjoy.
0: And I think you kind of segue into the next thing I was going to talk about. You kind of mentioned uh, Charlie D'Amelio and how she's always been in the camera, especially this year. Um, but now she's getting canceled. What's up with that, Jacob?
1: Oh, yeah. Apparently she, uh, she said something about how her, how she, how she wishes she had 100 million followers. And I think, like, James Charles said, oh, so 95 million is not enough. And I, and um, I guess people got offended. I mean, bro, she's a 16 year old girl. Chill. Why are people taking what she says so seriously?
0: Man, people can do anything like, for clout nowadays. Crazy.
1: Yeah yeah exactly but also like it, this kind of shows like this is like kind of the negative aspects that come with fame like one Absolutely. wrong word one wrong move, you get canceled immediately that's why i honestly don't even want to become famous like I don't, I don't get i don't care i want to be i don't want to be a personality i just want to i just want to make it in my industry that i'm i'm trying to work for
0: the only person that can make yourself happy is yourself i feel
1: exactly and also, I think, uh, her sister was also getting canceled, too, for spitting, like, the chef's food.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I also, saw, right, right, I also saw, like, they caught her eating her boogers on camera, that was, <laughs> I thought that's funny.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just dumb, candid things that, that happened to us in real life, like, why should we care that, uh, that, like, an 18, 16-year-old and an 18-year-old are, are acting goofy or, or just, like, acting rude, like, bro, they're kids, i know i mean jerry like like, we're both like you're you're 22 i'm 21 right like i still see ourselves as i mean like kids even though we're technically young adults like we still live with our parents like like it's not until like we're truly independent that like i'd really consider ourselves to be actual adults
0: but we both lived on our own so we know what it feels like you know but these kids haven't lived on their own i mean even when they did like it kind of was a mess you know with the hype house and all that uh, i mentioned earlier
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like all these like TikTok houses. Yeah. They, they, they got a, I don't know. There, there's something else too. But I hope the main takeaway is like, let these kids just live and learn from their mistakes. Don't, don't cancel them. Yeah. I don't per- cancel them. Let, let them like, like, I mean, yeah, sure. Like they're, I mean, like, the circumstances in which, like, how famous they got is questionable, as well as just Mm -hmm. plain, just weird, because you wouldn't have thought about this happening 10 years ago. Right. I mean, they're they're, they're kids. Just let them live, honestly. Like, we can't, like, I mean, we're, like, we we all do stupid things. We shouldn't be, uh, we shouldn't, like, we shouldn't get canceled for it.
0: It is what it is. What the hell? It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Alright guys, now it's time for the main topic of today's episode. If you guys saw the title, we are gonna be talking about TikTok and Jacob, I see your face right now on this call. I know you smiling, rubbing your hands, you're ready to come up with the smoke, but hey, give me give me forty five seconds to explain it to you and the people listening in on why I think TikTok TikTok is gonna be ruining the music industry for years to come. So first off, I think it's important to say that the music industry is experiencing the fastest growing rate since the 90s, man. And back then, we didn't have streaming, you know? We didn't have social media. We didn't have TikTok. Everyone had to buy things through CDs and, I think, vinyls and all that. But now we got social media thanks to... Uh, all the, you know, digital advancements and whatnot. We're in a digital age, it's a social media age. So I want to focus on this question throughout my whole uh, argument. Uh, but I will talk about several artists along the way. So I'll talk about Benny, Jack Harlow, Drake, and Justin Bieber. So I'll start with uh, Benny. Um, or first off, I think it's important to say that TikTok doesn't really um, uh, flag you for using their music. You know, it's available and you won't get copyrighted. Uh so the first songs to ever get traction on the app were Super Lonely by Benny, like I mentioned, and Roxanne by uh Arizona Zervasis. So with Super Lonely, it, it it was a song originally that came out in November twenty nineteen and the dance caught on a dance caught on TikTok um February twenty twenty, and then you know, lord and behold, there are now ten point eight million videos on TikTok. TikTok, Not 10.8 million views, 10.8 million videos on TikTok of people doing the same dance to this this song. And then after she got that TikTok treatment, she went certified platinum in the U.S., she signed to her public records, and now she's one of the most up-and-coming artists. And I will say that is a good thing about TikTok, that it brings out artists like her... Into the I guess the American spotlight and I guess to the global spotlight another artist. I enjoyed listening to that I found out before Tiktok before Tiktok was Jack Harlow If you guys don't know who Jack Harlow is he is I would say the next generation of rap artists coming Especially coming from uh, Louisville. He's worked with uh Cole Bennett who has lyrical lemonade Um, Yeah, I you know with Jack Harlow. He's had great EPs like uh, Confetti. He's done loose And that was all in the past, was, you know, before he got into his 20s and whatnot. Uh, But the one song that everyone knows uh, from TikTok would be the What's Poppin' song. Um, I would say, I guess for lack of better words, it's like, it's not so much a dance, it's more of like, usually like a girl is kind of being like, luring her in and like all these captions and whatnot that she turns around and you see her face. If you guys know what I'm talking about with the What's Poppin' trend, you guys saw that on TikTok. Um, but after uh, he got the TikTok treatment, he went top 10 billboard. He got triple platinum in the U.S. And uh, he made the double X list, which was pretty much already guaranteed before TikTok. But I think it's important to note that as well. So with TikTok, I would say those are good things about TikTok. So the bad things I want to talk about when it is uh, referring to artists like Drake and Justin Bieber and these other smart artists. So let me touch on Drake and Bieber. So we obviously know Justin Justin Bieber and Drake are established in the music industry, right? But when it comes to them, Drake and Bieber kind of wrote these quote-unquote songs just to go viral on TikTok. I mean, Toosie Slide and Yummy, I those were trash. Come on, man. Yo, they can do better now. Come like I said, they're established in the, in the industry, and they're going to settle for this? Really? They don't need TikTok to gain fame. It's just an example of how they're going to get richer and and really finish the system and I think it goes back to labels, too um, So with the labels, I feel like they're gonna grab on to uh, Smaller artists like they don't need Drake and Bieber to like gain traction obviously, but with these smaller artists uh, I'm gonna play some songs real quick in the background if you guys recognize these songs I don't wanna fall asleep. I don't wanna pass away. I've been
1: thinking said, You're a player, aren't you? And I'm
0: So this is where the labels can go wrong. They'll see that the artist is being commercialized heavily on social media, and they'll, they'll take a chance on the artists, but the mistake they'll make is that they realize that the artist will fall trapped to the social media, TikTok standard, and make another 2C Slide song. And it won't settle well with the labels because, originally, the artist gained traction on the app because of a dance, because of a trend, right? Because, like, the way I view music, I find it through YouTube, I find it through the radio, I mean, we have Spotify and Apple music for a reason. And me scrolling endlessly through TikTok where ten 10.8 million people are using the same song and doing the same dance to the same song that I heard you know bust into my head for how many hours of scrolling to tiktok and i believe it's not the best way to build a legitimate career and it's not the best way to build an emotional connection to your listeners especially if you're a musician or an artist so my main points before i let jacob get on his uh soapbox (laughs) the main points i want to make is high profile musicians use tiktok for more streams smaller artists can possibly fall into the one-hit wonder hole Labels are using the social media landscape and know how to sell you. They sell you the listener, their product, and at the end of the day, TikTok's a trend. And like all trends, they will die. And Jacob, I pass the mic to you. TikTok is bad.
1: Well, I'd like to counter your point by saying TikTok is good.
0: Tell me, tell us why. But, I'll, I'll go,
1: but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, get, <laughs> I'll get, I'll get more specific into that. So. You asked so. Well, first time I ever heard about TikTok was uh, was whenever whenever it was called Musically.
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Back in, I think it was back in like 2016. Was the first time I ever heard about it, and I used to think uh-huh. like, "Wow, this this app is fucking stupid. It, it's just a bunch of little kids lip syncing to music, not doing anything productive." Yes. Yeah, and um, honestly, if, if you asked me this in the beginning of 2020, I would have said the same thing, but. During quarantine, I actually started using TikTok, and I, and I and I, I got adjusted to using it. And I mean, I have to say, it's it, it reminds me a lot. It reminds me a lot of what Vine was back in the day, and also, it, it I think it's good for the music industry, honestly. Um yeah I, I didn't uh, mention like as someone who is used to like I'll be honest like Jerry I'm just like you I I discover music through Spotify through radio through YouTube and you know what those platforms will still exist um that doesn't mean that TikTok is taking away their market share I just think TikTok mm. is bringing uh new um music to a new uh new a younger audience even even um older audience audiences um, also, it's making people discover music that's, uh, that's been, um, that's been around for years through these trends. Like, are you familiar with the trend of the people, like, of the time, time freeze, like, where it's, where there's, like, a little bar that, like, goes down, and then, like, anything above that bar is just frozen?
0: Yeah, actually, I so saw, I've seen, like, compilations on, on that, so, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, ha- I still have the app. Yeah, so I saw the app, though, so, I'm not saying I deleted the app, it's just, like, I've realized by using, like, being on the app and, like, actually posting TikToks myself, I just got bored of it. I didn't feel like it was my lane. And when it came to, like, discovering music, like, I didn't know who Benny was. I didn't know who, I mean, these other artists were. So I gave him a chance. But at the same time, like, months later, like, actually, so I mentioned the Roxanne song. Remember, like, when Roxanne had a dance and whatnot? Uh, The Roxanne, Roxanne. You don't hear about that guy anymore. I feel like he's been off the radar nowadays. I mean, he. Uh, I mean, how how long has that song been
1: popular for? Like, about like less than a year, I would say. Like, I, I just yeah. Think we should give him a chance. I mean, Arizona Zervas. I think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's. Uh, I mean he he has he actually has other songs too. I mean he has a he he, he hasn't even released a full album yet. So I think we should just kind of like just give him a chance he's been music he's been making music since 2016 so it's it's definitely something like he's he's still kind of building up his profile as a musician yeah i'm pretty sure he doesn't want to just be recognized on one
0: song Um, i understand it's just like um, but when like when it comes to music like it has to be commercialized heavily through social media because that's the only way you're going to get you know any traction i'm saying that with tiktok that can't be your only dependent
1: yeah, no, of course not. Of course not. That's why other other platforms exist for you to uh discover and learn music. And and yeah, I mean, it's not going to take away the market. I mean, if you use TikTok exclusively, then yeah, sure, all the music you learn, all or all the music you discover is going to be through TikTok, but it's sh- not it sh- it's not just going to be the only platform that people will have like I mean, and plus, you only get like 20 seconds of the actual song itself, so it's not like you're listening to the whole thing.
0: Yeah. I understand. So actually I was gonna bring up and also
1: people I'm sorry?
0: Uh no, go ahead, you're
1: good. Oh, so yeah, like, like I was saying, um like people have like widely different music tastes. Like for sure. I'll be honest, like I own like uh, like you mentioned Tutsi uh, Tootsie Slide and Yummy. Like I, I I'll be honest, I barely get that on my for you page. Largely because I feel like I feel like the type of music I listen to, it's more like alternative, more indie. And honestly, like I, I and that, that's kind of the kind of music that I'm getting because that's the kind of content that I've been gravitating towards as of lately so um, so yeah and there, there's this one guy I follow his name is uh Gilly the answer or hold on, let me make sure I'm doing this right yeah Gilly the answer literally all he does is he just dances to like a bunch of like old retro songs and, and I' and it's great because I've, I've actually learned a lot of new music through just watching his videos of him just dancing mm. and, and he, he's not he's not all that. He's only like a big TikTok celebrity either. He has, like... He has about 200k followers. I, I I think he's one of those people that's really, like, taking advantage of using TikTok to, like, really spread the word about different kinds of music that's out there. Not just the ones that are popular, like, Yummy or, uh... Or, uh... Roxanne.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying with, uh... Well, I mean, actually, now that you mention it, like, um... Remember that one? His name is Dogface, right? The guy that rides on the skateboard yeah. with his juice. Uh, yeah, jeans. Dogface
1: 420. That's yeah, guy. yeah.
0: I didn't know who Fleetwood Mac was. I know that's a big song nowadays. Uh, Dreams. I think it's called Dreams.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm, um, yeah, I mean that, that's that's another thing too. I'm glad that people are are recognizing more Fleetwood Mac songs, and even uh, even Mick yeah. uh, Mick Fleetwood, the lead sing or uh, the the guy who made the band, like, even he hopped on the trend. He's, like, 80 I saw years that.
0: old. Yeah, I saw that.
1: So, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do agree with you in the sense that, like, there are, like, there are out uh, record labels that will start taking advantage of the platform to, like... Yeah, that's a,
0: so do you but, feel like, yeah, do you feel like it's going to be, like, on labels that are the downfall for these small artists? Or do you feel like the artists are being trapped into social media? Like, how do you view... The labels, the social media, and like the artist relationship.
1: Well, I mean, we gotta also take into account that like a lot of artists aren't just going to not like platform their music through these uh, record labels. I mean, a lot of artists are like are like you said, social media artists, and they kind of have their uh, audiences and fan bases built up through uh, the, the internet. And yeah. I guess the best way to describe that is uh through Childish Gambino's uh album title uh because the internet the way I see it is um it's more you want like an analysis of it
0: No, like, why did you bring up Gambino's album? Like why that in particular?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, uh, well, it's an it's an album that I really enjoy, but it's it's also just kind of uh even just the title of it, it it's not I don't think it really it really has, like, one set meaning. It just, it's, it's just really telling of, like, kind of where um, the social – where, like, social media and kind of everything is just kind of leading towards for us. Because it's not – because, like, I feel like it's not just the traditional way. Like, you've got to get people's attention, and a large way to do that is through social media.
0: I agree yeah, it's definitely a social media driven society right now
1: mm-hmm. and also like groups like yeah, I know you love Brockhampton.
0: I love art, yeah, I do
1: Brockhamptons uh their success is largely attributed to social media and the internet age. I mean, that's how they yeah. formed. like literally each band members they met up on a Kanye West form and and they just started making music together.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh I mean actually one of their songs went to TikTok viral for a while. Remember Sugar had a dance too?
1: Oh yeah, Sugar, yeah.
0: <laughs> it had a dance. But like that wasn't that was not an ex- that's not an example of them like selling themselves short. Like they made that song just because it was part of their like purpose. I I even explained it in the album review. I did an album review of that uh ginger album and I didn't mention it being like a TikTok song. It was a song that just gained traction on TikTok, so that's good for them, I would say. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna repeat myself again, but when it comes to like smaller artists, um, like, like Jack Selber, um, like uh, Benny, other other artists, uh, you know, some will succeed and some won't, because it depends how they're, you know, using social media, how the label is gonna be using them through social media, and it's on the artist to be honest. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of these smaller artists are like independent nowadays.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, cuz they understand that um a lot of these record labels will kind of take advantage of them. I mean, even Kanye points out how he's trying to get his uh masters. And even Taylor Swift too, she's also trying to get her masters from uh Scooter Braun. He's like a big time like record uh record producer or yeah. He he's a producer for people like uh, Justin Bieber too. Actually, he was the one that kind of brought Justin Bieber into the spotlight.
0: Well, I mean, that'd be really cool to see Taylor Swift make her own, you said label? You said, like, make her own label? Like how... Oh,
1: oh, oh, no, she's trying to get her masters, like the original copies of the music, but apparently that's not working out, so she has to, like, re-record them.
0: Oh, okay, I got you. I thought you were saying she's making her own label, like how Drake has OVO label.
1: Well, but OVO is under the umbrella of another another label, right?
0: I thought OVO was his own thing.
1: I'm pretty sure because that's how a lot of these um, a lot of these uh record like these record labels are like I think Jeff Dam is under like Warner or Music me, or Universal Music.
0: Yeah, I can't recall either. We, we can look it up real quick if you mind.
1: Yeah, no, because all these like because they're all like yeah yeah. See, OVO Sound, it's a parent. Its parent organization is Warner Music Group.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And like, and Warner Music Group, they have like a lot of like different um. Have a lot of different, like, I guess, uh, subsidiaries.
0: I see, I see, yeah. But like, we buy OVO merch, we don't buy Warner Music merch, you know. That's why I say I feel like we associate, you know, OVO with OVO, we don't associate OVO with, uh, yeah. And I think, uh,
1: and I think XO Weekends label XO is also in, uh, is also a part of Warner Music
0: Group, too. I think, gotcha, okay. So, Jacob, um. What are your last words to conclude this argument, because at the same time, like I feel like I understand where you're coming from when it comes to like the goods of TikTok, but what can you say to me to convince me or anyone else who has dealt about TikTok being a toxic app or being a bad app or whatever else you're talking about TikTok?
1: Well, uh, the way I see it is um I mean like you you put it you compare it to other social media apps like uh, Instagram or Facebook like there are the bad aspects of it but there're also the good aspects but also you got to understand like we 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 crave of negativity and like just the negative attention that certain platforms will have and even certain people will have and like we we we're largely te- we we tend to just kind of look overlook the good in favor of the bad so it's it's largely just kind of like you just have to kind of have an open mind about it like like i'll be honest there are some things that i probably should have an open mind about that even i don't but yeah i mean that's just the way they are. people will have our own biases like i mean you do you, you you take this back to like 1981 when mtv first came out literally the first song was called video killed the radio star and it was talking about how um television is ruining the music industry
0: wow. but can you
1: really say that now
0: I don't yeah. think yeah.
1: It's, it's
0: just no. We can't really say that because television just television doesn't really commercialize music like that. You know.
1: I think it does. I mean, largely through commercials. Like, dude, you'd be surprised. Like, how many commercials have like uh, famous pop songs in
0: them? But like, I don't really use the t. Like, we're talking about TV though. Like cable. Like cable isn't like my main source. Well, I'm favorite. just trying
1: to put it. I'm- I'm just trying to put it in a perspective of like, right. like 40 years ago, Sorry. or even, or even like different, like how people are saying like, oh, uh, TV's going to uh, ruin newspapers, and then how, oh, uh-huh. people aren't going to like be social anymore because of newspapers, or it's just, it's like every generation has their own thing, and I feel like since we live in the age of the internet, this is just kind of our way of seeing it. So I just feel like we just have to have an open mind because there is a lot of good that can come out of this. Uh, these different
0: platforms absolutely because like the internet is obviously machine and ai but we're human we're gonna you know use it to our advantage and it could be our downfall it could be something good for us so it depends how you use yeah, it you know? exactly yeah
1: exactly so that's why I, I don't think you're entirely wrong with having that uh perspective
0: yeah i mean i hope the listeners uh, you know tuning in understand both our viewpoints so However, you're using TikTok, um, you know, go ahead, you know, post your TikToks. Do whatever you want with your TikTok app or whatnot.
1: Yeah, do your TikTok dances. Yes.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying it won't last for, you know, next year. That's just my take on it. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if it will get bought out by, you know, a company. Um, I mean, yeah, it there's any- the
1: fastest growing It is the fastest growing social media app, Jerry. I don't
0: know. I mean, there's no denying that. So we'll see, man. We'll see. But, Jacob, I think that'll conclude our episode today. But I appreciate you coming on here again. I think it's great to hear from you again. I hope the listeners enjoyed hearing you again and uh, hearing your perspective on everything we talked about. Uh, so thanks again for being on here.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad you had me on. I'm, I'm glad I could share my perspective. And I'm glad to hear your perspective on it, too. All
0: right, guys. If you enjoyed listening to Jacob, you should tune. In, you should plug in with... Uh, if you guys enjoyed hearing Jacob, you should check him out. Uh, Jacob, this is your chance to plug yourself in how should we connect with you
1: yeah so um i guess y'all can find me through uh y'all can follow me at um corn underscore on the cob v spelled t-h-a um that's my main account y'all can also follow my secondary account which is jacob abraham underscore design that's my school rela- that's my uh, page for school related stuff On um, if you're interested in checking out my um Playlists i have on spotify uh my username is uh jacobab43 Uh, check it out i have some cool playlists if y'all are interested and yeah that's that's me
0: so i'll put everything he just said in description below so they won't miss it but guys uh once again thank you to jacob for being on the show hey guys i know today's episode was a little more hectic than usual but i truly hope you learned something from this I feel like it's important for us as creators of The Avenues to value everyone's opinion no matter what the topic is and just to have a new perspective on life. And speaking of opinions, we value your opinions as well. So let us know what you think of the show and leave a review. Uh, consider following the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and turn on notifications when new episodes drop. Follow me at on our socials and hey, hit us up. We want to hear from you guys. And I'm leaving at that. You guys have a great Thanksgiving week. Be grateful, God bless, and peace.